welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking back up with New Morning Mercies, so Tori's just going to take it from here. Yes, y'all. Let's do it. It says this. Jesus endured suffering in the here and now so that you and I could escape suffering for eternity. It didn't start with the cross. From the very breath he took until he ascended, Jesus suffered. He suffered an uncomfortable and unsanitary birth in a stable. He suffered the terror of fleeing for his life as an infant. He suffered the trials of growing and learning as a boy. He suffered powerful temptation. He suffered exposure to disease. He suffered homelessness. He suffered hunger. He suffered sadness and grief. He suffered disloyalty and betrayal. He suffered physical pain. He suffered disrespect and mockery. He suffered misunderstanding and misrepresentation. He suffered the emotional pain of the rejection of his father. He suffered punishment for the sins of others. He suffered injustice. He suffered violence. He suffered death. He suffered the full range of the hardships of life in this fallen world. His calling, his mission, was to suffer, and suffer he did. His sufferings were wide-ranging and constant. For the Messiah, suffering was an everyday thing, even in a moment-by-moment thing. And every act of his suffering was substitutional. He suffered in our place. He suffered in every way we do, so that he could be a savior to us in our suffering and put an end to our suffering. He suffered every day so that there would be a time when all suffering would end, and so that we could live with him in a world where suffering is no more. He did not come to earth in regal splendor. He did not come to earth to live in a palace and be given homage as king. Although he was the king of kings, he came as a suffering servant who in his suffering would save us from ourselves and finally from our suffering. His suffering is our salvation. His suffering is our hope. Yeah, I'm not sure how much this is going to follow that entire theme of the devotional, but something that kind of sparked within me as you were reading is just like, this is going to sound weird because I, I kind of mean it, but I don't fully mean it. And so just like roll with me on it. I love how relatable Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Of course, it is hard to relate to a perfectly infinite and holy righteous God, but in terms of what he went through, mm-hmm. in terms of the struggles, in terms of feeling lonely or betrayed or feeling hungry or whatever that may be, the, all the sufferings that he experienced, mm-hmm. It's so in touch with the human experience. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's us just trying to reach this existential being Mm -hmm. that is so unrelatable. It's like, no, like whenever we are mourning, Jesus is mourning with us. Whenever we're celebrating, he's celebrating with us. There's something so powerful and personal about God. And it's what he is. He's powerful and personal. And if you're someone who falls on the side of, Jesus is so powerful or God is so powerful, but you don't always think about how personal he is to you, then maybe that could be something for you to reflect on. Or if you're on the other side where, you know, Jesus is so personal and so personal, but you forget about his power of what he can do in your life or what he's doing in the world and writing his perfect story, then maybe that could be something good to think about too. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, he is the God that understands. He is the God that is with us Mm -hmm. and... Yeah, I think it's a beautiful thing to just meditate on today. The fact that nothing that we walk through here in this life, the trials and tribulations that we are promised, 
it's not like he doesn't care. It's not mm-hmm. like he doesn't understand. Like we have a savior who gets it mm-hmm. and he empathizes with you. He wants to be there. It says God is near to the brokenhearted. And so there's so much beauty in the fact that we serve a savior who suffered and it's hard sometimes because I'm like, man, Jesus, I, I wish you didn't have to suffer on my behalf, but also how grateful I am that his suffering is literally my salvation because he suffered. I get to look forward to eternity with him and with the father in mm. heaven. And it's like, wow, you paid the price. Like you bore my shame. Like you did this so that when I'm suffering, you can draw near and you can walk through it with me. Like there is nothing that we're going to go through that he doesn't understand. There is nothing that we're going to go through that he doesn't want to walk through with us. And so I'm constantly reminded this year specifically that as we draw near to him, he draws near to us. And so don't let your suffering draw you away from Jesus. Let it mm. do the exact opposite. Let your suffering draw you even closer to him because he will be near and you'll experience him in a new way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little fuzzy in my head right now. So again, just kind of roll with me on this, but I'm just thinking of all these different like movies or TV shows or even stuff you've seen in the media regarding like royal people. Mm -hmm. And you always see these people kind of walk out on a balcony and they wave to the masses with their little, you know, royal wave, however it looks with your hand. And they just, you know, I guess they're like a sovereign people or whatever they may be, but you know, their life seems so different than the normal person. Yeah. And I just picture Jesus, and whenever you hear about the way he walked with his disciples, it just seems so, it, I don't want to say normal, but you get what I'm saying, right? Where, yeah. like, he slept on the ground, and yeah. he shared meals with people. He broke bread yeah. with people. He seems so personal, and I just think yeah. it's so special to think that we don't have to... Put cr- on. Yeah, we don't have to yeah. put it on, but we don't have to crawl our way to this shiny castle to just try to get a glimpse of him. Like, no, he's walking to us so that we can do life with him. So good. Want to pray something out? Thank you. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this reminder today that we serve a God who draws near, that comes to us, that suffered for us so that we can pray this prayer, so that we can be in relationship with you, so that we have an eternal hope that we have a home in heaven, that we are citizens of heaven, that everything that we walk through here, everything we go through here, it is temporary in the light of eternity. So thank you that we get to live with that perspective because of the price that Jesus paid. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We're so grateful. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was at Perg, time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. Adios. Adios.